All right, this is podcast number two, chapters 15 to 20. My name's Aubrey Minlin. I'm Joshua Moot. I'm Sabo Buzar Jamang. And Cool. This is on Frankenstein by Mary Shelley, and we will be moving on to our first question. Okay. Uh, the summary for chapters 15 to 20 is the creature tries to make friends with his neighbors, but they are scared, so they push him away, and he wants revenge. The creature's solution is to have a partner because of how lonely he is. Victor is hesitant, but agrees, and has to travel to Europe to collect his resources. After having doubts, Victor destroys his creation, and the monster threatens to make his wedding night with Elizabeth terrible. In these chapters... The creature tries to expose himself to the cottage people, and they not—they don't like him because he's very like unusual to them. And they freak out. They leave. They run away. Uh, he gets super sad. Go hunts down Victor. Has a conversation. Explains his story. But then he goes, uh, "I want a companion. I want love. And you're gonna make it for me. I've decided that." And Victor agrees at first, but then decides that he doesn't want to. Destroys it. Like after going to get everything, and he's almost done with it. The and then the creature threatens him. He's like, "I'm gonna ruin your life from now on." So when the monster finds an abandoned leather satchel, the monster begins to wish to reveal himself to the cottagers, but eventually he swears to revenge himself against all humans due to his rejection from society. So then the monster convinces Victor to create a female monster that he will keep in contact, and he realizes that this will require him to travel to England, and he goes through a lot while creating this new monster, but eventually destroys it. And then Henry suggests him to continue traveling in a letter written to Victor, where he leaves the remains of the monsters in the water and is accused for a murder. So after Victor runs away from the monster, the creature goes goes to be friends with a neighbor, but the neighbor's obviously scared. And then he goes and he meets up with Victor and he claims that he wants a partner. Victor agrees, but then later on, Victor goes and destroys the partner, and the monster swears revenge on him. Nice. Okay. Personally, I feel like the winners should be between Audrey or Saba. Um, Audrey's was very, like, a quick and in-depth, like, covered everything, but Saba's had a lot of academic language. Yeah. I agree. I really liked Saba's. I thought it was, like quick and to the point, but also had those smaller details that were really important. Okay, yeah, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I think we all had the same idea, and that's cool. Yeah. We're good with that one. The creature is incredibly smart. However, everything is black and white. Nothing is very clear. Only understands the extremes of situations. It hasn't grasped the idea of being in the movie why is it dangerous for the creature to think like this? How might this mindset separate it from society's norms? Hmm. Um, I'm gonna say that because the creature can't, like, grasp these extreme situations, like, it's just gonna put them in worse situations. If you're, like, if you're talking to someone and you can only see the, like, the, the really horrible and the really good, that might ruin any possible relationship with that person, which might be why in like when he was telling his point of view of the story, it was like everyone hates me for no reason. Maybe what actually happened was like he did something wrong that wouldn't 
have normally happened if you could understand it like like normal humans yeah i think that like connects like metaphorically because it's like black and white and in like literature black symbolizes like evil and death oh that's like white symbolizes some purity so it kind of like connects to how like the monster thinks and how he's separated from society totally that's true because like the from the book's point of view it might be like hinting that everything the monster told us was like through a filter almost yeah yeah I also think, like, the extreme, like, situation of him going from, like, wanting to be friends with humans to going to, like, come, like, just wanting revenge on everyone, um, put, like, everyone at risk in a way and, like, endangered them because he was so angry and it went to that extreme point from, like, zero to a hundred, which, like, I, I think it just, like, separated him more because he was angry and frustrated rather than a human being, like, like, being frustrated at one person, mm-hmm. rather than, like, the whole. Yeah, maybe also, because, like, it's only a black and white with no gray, so that just means, like, when he went to introduce himself to people and they saw him, he assumed that they hated him because of his size, but maybe it was just because of how he introduced himself. Like, for the cottagers, he just kind of, like, sent it. He just ran in and was just there. Yeah. Like, did the, the family yeah. coming home, they probably thought he was trying to beat up and jump their father. I mean, of course, his size and appearance helped with that, but, like, maybe if he had introduced himself a different way, they would have had more of an open mind to it. Right. And, like... Oh, sorry. You go ahead. No, go for it. Okay, so, in the... I just feel like if we could have got a narrative from, like, the outsiders, not necessarily from the monster, we can have a clear vision of how the Frankenstein presents himself, so we can understand more how it's not just his appearance, it's how he introduces himself to society. Definitely. And I think how Saba said, like, black represents that evil, it kind of shows that, like, extreme situation that he went from, he went to, like, that, I guess, evil place. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like, that's kind of how the black and white represented it. Um, yeah, because yeah. you got to think, he went from, like, brand new mind, blank slate, knowing nothing in like a a year and a half to surviving on his own and knowing English, all this. But like the most, he he couldn't learn things like sarcasm. No, like, I didn't mean to say that, but I meant something else. There's nothing like that. He really, it is just black and white for him. It's like like trying to talk to a toddler, but like try to be sarcastic. They don't understand that, which just means. Yeah, so we could kind of compare him to like a younger child in the way that he thinks is that everything is literal. And if you think about it, like, from a human's point of view, it's not like the earth is black and white. There's multiple colors to life, society, nature. And that's just, like, how the creature thinks. It's, like, a dark way. So there becomes, like, a fine line between him and just, like, the society in general. Right, and it separates him because he can't see those different colors and perspectives of life. So, yeah, definitely agree with you on that. Um, I think he's also just more aggressive in a way and, like, again, doesn't understand the other things humans can look at because he hasn't been surrounded by that environment of, like, like Joshua yeah. said, sarcasm yeah. and those other human interactions that he just doesn't really understand yet. 
Yeah, definitely. Like, it's just it like really brings into perspective here, because like the monster's perspective, he already knows everything he needs to know. He knows how to survive. He can speak the human's language. He, in his mind, there's no problem why he can't just immediately connect and talk to the humans. But right. he's had like what, like a couple months, maybe a year of interaction, and not even interaction, just like interaction from the shadow with humans. He he lo he knows very little. And I think just like that black and white of him not knowing what he doesn't know kind of thing really like kind of made him made all his decisions rush like to reveal himself he could have done it in a different way he could have just like like found a way to like warn the cottagers that he was what he is and that he was the one who's been helping them and maybe they'd like give it more of a chance definitely I also think this is kind of leading on to the next question um, but that, like, him doesn't understanding these extreme situations can come from his isolation and from how he wasn't, again, exposed to any of these other things. And, like, definitely. Yeah. Because he was, because he was stuck in, like, that cave and he tried to have interactions with the neighbors, but then again, that, like, didn't work out because of his looks and appearance. So, yeah, that's like if you put a human right now in, like, isolation and they're gone for like 20 to 30 years or even more they come back they're not like used to you know society and like all these new things that happen so i definitely agree with you on that right and so many things can change in that period and especially because yeah. like again like joshua said he's like a toddler like he doesn't know much and mm -hmm. he was so isolated that he wasn't exposed to any of it yeah, and if Victor wouldn't have left in isolation, Victor mm. could still, like, expose them to society and teach them, like, how to interact with other people. So it wouldn't have been so rushed. Yeah, I say, like, what you just said kind of, like, brings back to the beginning when Victor ditched the monster because he didn't like how he felt. He kind of doomed that monster to, an, like, his whole lifetime of nothing. Like, nothing. Totally. Like, he, if Victor <laughs> had taken the monster in, everyone would have been more acceptant, acceptant of him because... Like, they'd seen their face of a loved one, Victor, right next to it. That would have helped, like, deal with the ugliness. But, like, Victor really put his life in, like, he just ruined it for it. There was, right, no, there was he... no other way to say it. He ruined that monster's life. He made he gave it life and immediately threw it out the window. Yeah, he just <laughs> abandoned it. And I, like you were saying, if he was able to, like, stay with Victor, then I feel like more people would be able to understand, like, his point of view of how he actually cares and how has all these human feelings he just doesn't know how to express them or interact with them to other people yeah totally mm -hmm. well like you said this does lead into our next question so we could move on to that perfect this next question is isolation is a common theme in frankenstein the creature is isolated because of his appearance and victor is isolated because of his knowledge how is this theme being furthered in the section, and what are some other examples of isolation in the novel? Well, first off, I kind of want to disagree with the question that the creature is isolated because of his appearance, because that's not it. He is, of course, yes, part of it is his appearance and how he's, like, very different than humans, but I feel like a lot of it is the fact that he was ditched by Victor and never was given a chance. If he had given a chance, maybe he could have learned to fit in a bit more. And he wouldn't have been isolated. I feel like his appearance is only half of that, like, I don't know, how the, half of the cause to isolation for him. I totally see where you're coming from, and I actually agree with you. But I also want to come from, like, the perspective of he felt like he didn't have a choice because if 
he interacted with those humans, then he kind of, like, they would they would react because of how he looks. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would, like, fight back. Yeah, but then again, he did choose to stay in the cave, and Victor abandoning him was definitely a huge factor because he was just kind of thrown out into the world and had to, like, figure it out on his own. So, yeah. definitely see both sides. Um, I also think, um, like, I, another example of isolation towards the end of these chapters was Victor isolated himself to create the second creature. And he gained more knowledge about, um, like, creating it. And then he also had his doubts. So I feel like that type of isolation also was there. Yeah, and I kind of saw it as, like, the monster when he turned, like, vengeful. It was due to isolation filling him and his Mm -hmm. mind with, like, overwhelming hate and anger. Not because he's evil. It was just, like, isolation filling him throughout his mind. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of yeah. goes back to, like, the Frankenstein black and white, thinking of black and white. He was shown <laughs> hate and anger towards him, and, like, he, he doesn't know what to do with it. He immediately is just going to yeah. reflect it right back. And that that's probably another reason why he's isolated, is he can't see other than black and white. Like, he hasn't learned that yet. But then yeah. uh, Victor being isolated on his knowledge, it's not much of his knowledge, it's more of his choice and, like, his emotions. Because he doesn't want, think... yeah, he doesn't really, yeah. I don't think he wants to be alone and isolated, because he constantly talks about how he hates it, and he's, totally. he wants his family back, but because of his past decisions, and his, I guess his knowledge on the monster, and how it could haunt and ruin everything, he chooses to isolate himself so no one gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I agree. I was just saying, I thought that was another form mm-hmm. of isolation, because he was on the island alone, Henry didn't end up going with him, and all that stuff. Yeah, but I, I feel like most of victor's isolation is choosing to be alone to not hurt anyone else definitely but there is isolation there yeah um and i think the monster or the creature monster's solution to fix his isolation was for victor to create that partner for him because he felt lonely and left out and he wanted someone like him Mm -hmm. because then he wouldn't be isolated because of his parents if they both have the same appearance they'd be isolated from society but not from each other and then the exactly. monster could teach the other monster everything he knew about, like, language, and they can communicate, and, like, little to, no- like, maybe what he knows about humans, although he'd probably leave that out, because that's what he sparked his anger and, like, hatred was the war part of it. Probably leave all that out. And just, like, kind of selectively teach her to make her, the other monster, perfect for him. Yeah, totally. And I also, like, noticed a common theme of, like, bad things happening when a character is isolated from others. Like, when Victor's, like, knowledge was unchecked by his peers, a monster is created. Or when Elizabeth is left alone on her wedding night, the monster attacks. You know, just things like that. Like, a bunch of these things would happen after, like, a character is isolated from others or if it feels isolated. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, because isolation is a really big theme in this story. And if yeah. they if they if there was like the big theme and they did nothing and Mary wrote nothing about it and like had enough the isolation do nothing with the story, it kind of wouldn't fit well. So it makes sense that ev- when you're isolated in this story, something happens to move the story along. Mm-hmm. That's just how it should be and how it goes. Yeah, because every character that was murdered inside the book was isolated alone. Henry was alone. Um, oh. Victor's brother was alone. Yeah. That's true. And in a sense, the uh, Victor was alone when he killed the other monster and yep. decided not to make it. Yeah. yeah. Alright, that's 
yeah, that all kind of fits together. It like really adds up to it all adds up to make the story itself to make it continue and have a nice continuous story. Yeah, and in a way, um, the author kind of includes types of like Victor's isolation to contrast the type of isolation the monster comes across, where he's like isolated from society norms to make. I mean, it made me think if, like, social rejection is worse than, like, the choice to be segregated from society. Just kind of made me think about that. Oh, wow. Uh, I'd never, I've never seen it like that, but now that you said it, yeah, I agree totally. Yeah, me too. That really brings it into, like, a different perspective and how it, like, not modern world, but, like, post-modern world, how we had segregation yeah. and how that really makes people, like, feel and how they act is... Like, when they don't have the choice, and they're just forced into isolation and alone, it, mm -hmm, it, right. it's horrible. And do we think the monster was forced into isolation? Or do we think he chose no, because he was- No, I feel like he- Alright, maybe he chose to be isolated in a way that he acted poorly. Like, his decisions were clouded. But yeah. I feel like he was forced into isolation when not- First of all, like, ditched by his creator. That was kind of scummy. And that, like, really forced... Like, he had no nowhere to go. So he yeah. went to isolation there. That was forced. But when he went to the other towns and stuff, and the, the immediate reaction was to hunt him down, that's kind of forcing him right back into isolation. Like, he didn't have any language skills when he went into the first yeah. town. He had nothing to do. He could not... Like, he literally could not fit in if he wanted to. And that, that was really a forced isolation there. Like, um, in the cars when he was learning the language... I feel like if he had like a few more tries, he didn't just give up to stay in isolation. He could have a little bit more of a chance mm -hmm. as well if he already like learned the language. Yeah, that's true. Like if he had just hung around and maybe tried to like get, go after Victor again, because Victor was out for a while. If maybe if the monster just stayed, he could have like appealed to Clairval and yeah. talked about like what happened. I don't know if Clairval would immediately ditch him, but I would bet you if the monster stayed near Victor, Clairval would definitely not leave Victor. So there would be a chance there. But maybe that could have just gone worse with the like the military or police getting involved. You never know how it could have gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Okay. I think that just about wraps up this question. And yeah, anyone can... have anything else to add? Or are we good? I think we're good. Alright. Clark? Let me go ahead. Okay, so the next question is about how does the representation of science in this section fit with your expectations? Is a lonely and undeveloped island a place where you would expect Victor or another scientist to be able to accomplish a scientific goal? And what does Victor's choice of place say about his goal and how he feels about it? So. I kind of thought that Victor's, like, choice of place reflected on his character himself being, like, someone who tends to deal with his problems alone and, like, just, like, gave me the impression that he's a very isolated person, like, due to his character. So, like, it kind of reflected on the place he chose being, like, desolate. Yeah, that works. I kind of was thinking about it a little bit differently, that he chose that place specifically for the creation he was going to make because it's a, a mm -hmm. very low inhabited island that is surrounded by nothing but water in this case yeah. if something went wrong he could kind of just leave he wouldn't have to worry about it too much that monster is not going to live on this island very long 
the other monster might be a, like I mean it, maybe the other monster would save it, take it away, but like if that if the new female monster just doesn't want to comply, that female monster is dead. She won't be able to get food. She's maybe that was like a backup plan by Victor. If he went through with it, like he'd have a a place where he can contain both monsters. Definitely. I like, like I don't Yeah, if he just destroyed the, oh sorry, if he just destroyed the first monster's boat and made it so they couldn't leave, that would be it. There'd be no more worries about it. Yeah. I never thought of it like that. Like I didn't think of that as like a backup plan, but I definitely mm-hmm. thought that I kind of thought that he went into that isolation so he could focus and like like get it done as fast as he could because he just wanted to be done with it. He didn't really want to be involved, I didn't think. But I definitely think that that... It's probably the combination of the two, or what, like, the author was trying to yeah. convey was probably, like, a combination. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, like, in a state of mind of, like, mm-hmm. state of confusion of, like, choosing between finishing the monster or destroying it, and him just being alone kind of just, like, reflects on him, like, Taking responsibility himself for his actions and like yeah. doing everything alone. And I feel like he felt like guilty too because like he yeah. didn't, like he started having doubts and he didn't want something worse to come out of creating that second mm-hmm. creature. You know what I mean? Because he probably felt yeah, like definitely. he could deal with the consequences as he is if he just brought in some other close friends maybe to help him combat and fight the monster. But yeah. in this mm-hmm. case, the fact that he chose an island could could have meant what we already said, but maybe it's just that. He's not like he do, he's not being a scientist. He's not in it for the fame. He's kind of in it for the progress he could make. Cuz he's yeah, not choose like he could have done his uh first project in the front of 100 people. Like bring it to life. If he wanted a lot of fame, that probably would have solved the problem immediately. They would have just killed the monster the second they didn't like it. But he didn't. Like I think that's like a big part of this is he's he is a scientist because that's his interest, not because he wants to be famous and wants everyone to like him. He wants his family Definitely. to like him, I feel like, but not the world. The world He doesn't care what the world thinks. Yeah. And I think his family didn't, I mean, didn't really care for the science. I think they just no. wanted him to be passionate about what he wanted to be passionate about, which is why I think they supported him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and just going back to him being on the island, I think it just showed that he wanted to be alone, so he didn't... I think he kind of felt like it was his fault, and if he were alone, then he... Uh, like. He, it wouldn't be as much as his fault. He, I, That's kind of what I got from how he thought. Yeah, definitely. Because if there was, like, a whole group of people, then, like, he would have felt way more guilty of, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. Didi, do you have anything to add? I feel like guilt also, like, changes... His guiltiness changes, like, how felt physically and mentally. Because when he was guilty about creating the monster... He got severely ill about it, and then mm-hmm. also after he killed his companion, he also got guilty. He also got even more ill after that too. I feel like guilt changes his physical health and also mental health a bit. Definitely, like it really took a tug on him. And yeah, just, I think yeah. the um, I think the text like spoke about that actually. Like he went into like a stress coma or something like that because of it, and it just shows yeah. how it really just like adds to your point of how guilty he was. Yeah, he went back into that, like, state of depression mode like he did at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right, and I think that wasn't healthy for him, and then that's why he ended up destroying the, cr- the second creature, and then yeah. 
I think guilt came out of that too because then he had not kept his promise to the monster, which he met, which he I think he then knew that something bad was gonna end up happening because he didn't keep his promise. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, how does Victor's choice? Oh wait, no, sorry. How does the representation of science in this section fit with our expe expectations? I feel like um, it kind of does fit with my expectations just because of the beginning of the book. If I was just starting here with no previous knowledge, I would have been confused on why he's making a huge scientific discovery and not trying to like be out in the public with it. But I think that you just really need the context of what happened previously to understand. I agree. I agree 100%. I actually was going to say the same thing. It, I think it also fit my expectation because I had already imagined how it went the first time, so I just thought it was going to be a repeat, which it kind of was, so I definitely agree with you 100% on that one. Yeah, same. I just, like, like I said before, like, he went into that, like, state of depression, like, here he is again in the same, like, state of mind, so it's definitely, like, what I expected as well. Yeah, I feel like that really ties in together this question. And, uh, Dee Dee, do you have anything else? If not, that's cool. I think we will call it there and then move on to our next question. Perfect. So, the last question is, was Frankenstein's destruction of the second creature justified? Why or why not? Um, I definitely thought that I mean, I could see both sides, but my first thought was I think it was justified because he was having all those doubts and feeling guilty like we had talked about earlier. And I think he had kept, he had made a promise to the creature and didn't keep it. And then he was thinking if like they had kids and then they like, it would be putting all like humans in danger again because there would be more of them and people would just be in more fear than they already are. Yeah, I just feel like if he wouldn't have created the companion, it would have been fine because he would have left them on the island. And even if they had kids, I don't really think they'd be able to escape. I just think that, like, if he created the, the companion for the monster, he won't have to worry about it for a while. Right. And I think he also acted impulsively, like, like just killing it right away um, because he was scared as well. Mm -hmm. um, so I definitely can see both sides if anyone else, like, argues that it wasn't justified. But Yeah, I feel yeah. like that really brings in to the both perspectives like you you gotta you can't just decide you have to look at it from both sides like from the monster's point of view that was a horrible decision and victor basically just doomed his whole future because he didn't want to like give him up a companion after he left the first monster alone lonely in the world right and he didn't want to feel responsible mm -hmm. for bringing in that endangered to people Yeah, and I thought it was, like, kind of, like, interesting how Victor, like, stood up to the monster for once and, like, told him he wouldn't continue. I was, like, kind of shocked when that happened. Yeah, I, I know. I was, I felt like the monster was just gonna, like, knock out Victor or something and, like, force him <laughs> to continue. Like, just stand there and, continue, like, force him, but it took a completely different turn. The monster 100% yeah. has the strength and mental capability to just stay there. Forcing Victor, because Victor has no contact right now. He has to write a letter, and that would take months and months. But the, the monster could literally just stand there, destroy Victor's boat, or maybe, and just like continue. Like the second the monster is done, just leave, never see him again. That could be the end of it for him. Like, yeah, don't even give Frankenstein a choice to make the monster. Mm 
Yeah, I I was also very surprised that um I was surprised that the monster didn't do anything. Like he just I think yeah. he just threatened Victor and then like Victor just left on the boat. And I think Victor was scared and the monster probably would have done something if Victor stayed and didn't just like sail away. But I was like I I thought it would have been way more like uh violent, I guess. I mean, uh, just from what I heard throughout the beginning of the book he was misinterpreted, but he like I don't know. I just kind of felt like it would have been more violent. Yeah, it also shows how he's not. He doesn't know how to control his emotions, or also doesn't show how unintelligent he is. Because he could have easily, if he had known, I, if he has the strength and the power to force Brady to create the monster, it would have a better outcome. But it also shows how he's not intelligent to understand that yet, and it would have like a different outcome. Definitely. I also kind of saw, though, that, um, like, I feel like it, it it was made the monster misunderstood also because he could have just killed Victor, but then he didn't choose that violence. So I almost kind of thought of it as, like, a m- more mature thing, but at the same time, I was surprised because I had just expected it mm-hmm. to be, like... Maybe the monster is, like, trying to think down the road. Like, after maybe, like, he destroys the wedding, destroys Victor's social life, he could make Victor reconsider, say, like, I will continue wreaking havoc unless you make me another monster. And it also goes back to, like, he threatened the wedding. Maybe he plans on, like, taking Elizabeth and doing, like, offering a trade of, like, Elizabeth for the female. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Or maybe just take Elizabeth as his companion. You never know. Like, because he only sees black and white. He can only see the extreme of things. So that might be, like, his first option is to just take someone instead. Right. Because he already had that. He said he was going to take the boy that he murdered in the very beginning. He was like, his plan was to take the kid. He's young. He doesn't have much knowledge. I could just take him as my companion. But that never worked out because humans are taught as a very young age. Right. Um, yeah. So just going back to like the question, I think I still think it was justified. But then again, I see both sides. Um, do we all agree with that? Yeah, or... I, f- I feel like it was justified, but he probably shouldn't have done it because it's just going to lead to more problems for himself down the road, for Victor at least. Definitely. Well, that would have been according to the monster's words. Victor's fear was that the monster would have lied and just instead just there would be now two monsters to deal with against humanity versus what the monster probably actually wanted was just to be alone with the other one. Yeah, and I feel like it was kind of, like, smart of, like, Victor to stand up to him, because if he had, like, done, like, made the creature, there could have been, like, a whole population of them. If you think That's true, it. but then Victor could kind of stop that immediately when creating the second monster, just make it, make her unable to reproduce. Yeah. Because if that was his fear, I don't think that was his main fear. I think his main fear was that there's two of them now instead of one. And he doesn't want that guilt. Because if something bad happens, they start just killing people. And humans can't stop yeah. them. He has to live with the fact that that's on him. That's yeah, his way, responsibility. Yeah, either way, it's more than one creature anyway. So it's just like, mm-hmm. that's what his fear was. Right. And I think also, again, either way, it endangers and risks people's lives. Yeah. So then that's when that guilt just really comes in and stays yeah. with Victor the whole time. Because mm-hmm, he can't undo making the first monster, and at this point, it's it's really just a, a moral choice. Does he want to save his family, or 
risk humanity kind of thing. Yeah, totally. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. I think that wraps up that question. All right. Once again, I'm Aubrey. I'm Joshua. I'm Sabo. I'm Beauty. And this was podcast number two, chapters 15 to 20. See you next time for our last podcast. Thank you.